Welcome back to Twice Upon a Time. This time, Roger and I watch Season 3, Episode 13, Witch Hunt. As always, we'll start off with a synopsis. In the Enchanted Forest, Regina and Robin break into the castle to bring down the protection spell. While Regina plans to lower the barrier, her ultimate goal is to put herself under a sleeping curse to end her misery. While Robin is not successful at convincing her not to, when she discovers that Zelina, the Wicked Witch, is her sister and has a vendetta against her, Regina's will to live is revived. She now has something to live for, someone to destroy. In Storybrooke, Regina and Emma concoct a plan to try to get people's memories back and smoke out the villain. When the memory potion doesn't work, they try to set a trap, but not even blood magic can keep the villain from poofing away. They discover that the missing people are turning into flying monkeys and are able to deduce that the Wicked Witch is the villain. Meanwhile, Zelina, who they do not know is the Wicked Witch, is establishing herself as Snow's midwife and is keeping a mad Rumpelstiltskin in her storm cellar. Roger, what do you think of this episode? I think Regina is great in this episode, but I think it is a subpar episode. I agree. I wrote a lot of exposition. There's a lot of exposition in this episode, which obviously sometimes is necessary, but sometimes they're a lot better at giving you all that exposition than they were this time. Um, I thought there was a lot of good stuff between Regina and Emma and Regina and Henry in this episode. And Regina, Regina and, Robin. and Robin. There was a lot of good Regina. Regina was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... I don't, I really like wanted to care about the sister reveal and I just didn't like, I feel like they needed to tell us that much later. It also felt like something was supposed to be like a big deal. And I was just like, meh, like you're her long lost sister who gives a fuck. Well, and yeah, I don't, I feel like that would have been more meaningful if we knew more information about them. I just, I also think this is just a bad choice. I wouldn't make her Regina's sister at all. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I I would make her Snow's sister. If you want to, because the Wicked Witch, I'm assuming the lore is that she's jealous, green with envy. You know, I mean, in like, you get more information about that in, in Wicked. Sure. Um, but I don't really remember getting any information about that in the Wizard of Oz books or the movie. I, I assumed green with envy start coming from the Wicked Witch. Maybe that's not true. I don't know. I mean, Zelina is definitely green with envy. But, you know, I guess we should just start with Zelina. They kind of talk about how she wants everything with, um, that Regina had. And my first thought was, why? Like, Regina's life has been terrible. I know. And Regina, like, tries to explain that. But if you had flipped that and said, like, she wants everything that Snow has, that kind of makes more sense. Like, they talk about a little bit with Snow White being famous. She was a princess. She had two parents. Now, they both died tragically, but both of her parents did love her. And she's got Prince Charming. That seems like the type of life that someone would envy. What the fuck does Regina have that you desperately want? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just, it, and also, it'd be way more interesting if, like, she was Leopold's kid and Leopold and Cora had had a kid together. Mm, mm-hmm. That would have been nuts. But, yeah, I, this reveal was... And also, with the Wicked Witch now, or with the Evil Queen now good, Snow doesn't have a villain. Wicked Witch could step right in. It's true. Yeah. Man, it would be really weird if Leopold and Cora had had a kid, because then Zelina would both be her sister and her daughter-in-law. That's how the show rolls, though. And would that make... Stepdaughter. Would that make Regina and Emma, or Regina and Snow now stepsisters? How would that connection go? Because it kind of she'd be a sister to both of them. 
I don't know. That's that's too much for me. <laughs> um, yeah. William Shakespeare invented Green with Envy. Oh. In Othello, Iago warns Othello, beware, my lord, of jealousy. It is the green-eyed monster. Okay. I just assume the reason her skin was green is that envy. No, that definitely is true. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't know if that is I don't know if that's true in the original story or not. I also have another question. If jealousy fuels her magic and rage fuels Cora's and Regina's magic, was Pan's magic fueled by smugness? <laughs> yes, that's why Regina can smell it. <laughs> I can feel his smugness. Okay. Where do we start? I don't know. Pick something. I have less notes in the Enchanted Forest. Let's start there. Sure. Um, we got to see Red. Yeah. In both the Enchanted Forest and Storybrooke. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know that I would say they actually gave her anything to do, but... Nope, not at all. Also, you notice her costume has changed? Especially in Storybrooke. Used to be hot pants, really revealing, and now it's more Little Red Riding Hood? Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. And, um... Her wig is now bad. Yes. I'm not sure if she used to have... It was actually her real hair. Uh, it doesn't look good. But now it looks bad. It's a bad wig. Yeah. Bad wig. Bad. It just doesn't look like her. Mm-hmm. But she does have that interesting conversation with Snow where yeah. sort of Red is like, what do you think Regina's going to do? She's going to get all evil again. And Snow's like, I really don't think so. I think she's changed. Yeah. No, I like that. Snow has always wanted mm-hmm. to believe that about Regina. Uh, and Regina is, despite the fact that she put her heart back in her chest, she's still really struggling. She's always thinking about Henry, as she tells Snow. But she is, she is, uh, very curious about this villain that they, that they have. Um, and the way, the way that she looked at Roland when she saved him just very much reminded me of how she looks at Henry. Also, I love the dramatic flare that she has running in there but you know what else she could have done yeah she could have done that before she grabbed him yeah, yeah, yeah it was pretty cool that she turned it into a stuffed animal though why didn't she do it the first time i don't know i mean she thought the fireball would work i guess and I that's it. always her go-to move yeah but that was awesome <laughs> not only did she take the monster and deal with the problem she turned into a friendly little teddy bear and then gave it to roland she's like there's nothing to be afraid of yeah. very very mother it's actually pretty sweet of regina yeah well and Robin notices that. He tells her that she has the touch of a mother. Yeah. She's come a long way from terrorizing and killing villages for no reason. That's true. She has a soft spot for children. Yeah. She has a soft spot for little boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why does that feel less creepy? It I should just be just as creepy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, through the the flying monkeys, they figure out that their their villain is the Wicked Witch of the West. Belle figures that out, actually. Be- Belle does figure it out. Yeah. Regina also knows. She but, does. But uh, Belle had read about it. Mm-hmm. The Oracle. And and Leroy wants to know if it's the Wicked Witch of the West or the East, because one you drop a house on and the other you toss a bucket of water at. I wasn't aware there were two Wicked Witches. Oh, yeah. That's what happens. Have you never seen The Wizard of Oz? No. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> or if I have, it's been so long that I have no recollection. So at the, be- I mean, I know the, at the beginning, the whole reason the Wicked Witch of the West hates Dorothy is because Dorothy arrives in the tornado and her house, like her whole house comes in the tornado and it drops on the Wicked Witch of the East, who is the Wicked Witch of the West's sister. And she's really mad because she thinks Dorothy killed the witch. Hold on. So the Wizard of Oz begins with a woman getting murdered by house dropping? Yeah. I mean, you don't actually see it happen. You just, like, see her legs sticking out from under the house. But, yeah. 
What the fuck? <laughs> and and Dorothy takes her shoes, the slippers. Okay, hold on. So let me get this straight. Not only did it start with murder, then she just res- uh, resorted to banditry. So Dorothy doesn't actually take them. Glinda takes them off of the witch's feet and gives them to Dorothy. Glinda being the wicked witch of the north? The good witch of the north. I see. Yeah. Okay. That's what that's the Wizard of Oz. So murder and then shoe theft. Yeah. Although to be fair, in the real world before Dorothy comes to Oz, the woman that is the wicked witch of the West tries to kill her dog. So unforgivable. Oh. In the real world? <laughs> yeah. But what did the wicked witch of the East do? She wasn't there. So she just got murdered just like yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, Dorothy didn't try to drop the house on her. It was an accident. I know. <laughs> but you killed her sister. Like it, it. I feel like they made that. They made her weirdly sympathetic. She's Thank you for this. For joining us for this session of Chelsea teaches Roger about classic stories. <laughs> yeah. Our deep dive on the uh, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> you can tell how much we love. Can't believe this. you've never seen the Wizard of Oz. I mean, I'm sure I saw it. I've watched it so many times. I had it recorded from TV that I still remember the commercials that were recorded with it when I had it as a kid. <laughs> Where do you want to start? Uh, we guess we already talked about Belle. Belle has one line, I feel like, and then it's gone. Yeah, I was also very annoyed that Belle wasn't involved on the Storybrooke side. Why would they not ask her for help with the monkey stuff? Like, even if they don't know who who the villain is or whatever, like, people are disappearing and then they literally see someone turn into a fucking monkey. And they could be like, hey, Belle, have you read about this? Do you have any books about how to fix it? What is the point of having characters pop up, say one line, and dip? I don't... This happens with whales. Contracts. (laughs) Ruby shows up once, whale shows up once, Belle shows up once. Either just do a tight episode with a few characters or, like, give them something more meaningful. I don't know. I... Uh... Can we talk about Zelina real quick at the beginning? She's just looting the evil castle. Dark. The evil castle. <laughs> it's not the dark castle. I'm just calling it the evil castle. Um, it does certainly look evil. It's very pointy. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're looking at it right we now. We are it's looking at it very right now. Evil. Um, yeah, she's just going through Regina's stuff, which makes sense considering what we learn at the end of the episode. She like wants Regina's life. She wants to take Regina's shit. It reminded me of when Cora was in Regina's smelling house, smelling her clothes, and she was just smelling her clothes. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Which I guess then, you know, as you said, she wants everything that Regina had. For Yeah, for some reason, as you make a good point, is not uh, something that anyone should want. People Why? should not want that. No! Should not want that. The only good thing she's ever had is the only thing she doesn't have right now. Why would you want that? That's a great question. Uh, All right. Um, last, last 3A. They did an excellent job of setting up Pan as a villain. And right now, two episodes in, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this villain already? I do have, like, a lot of burning questions yeah. about what she wants and, like, why what she's doing. Uh-huh. But I, they've, they've given me the why already, and I already don't buy it. Exactly. <laughs> and not in a buy it and say, like, with Cora, we were like, that's not the full answer. Like, you've given me piece of this, but I know there's more to mm-hmm. this. With this person, I'm sitting here like... Why would anyone want this? Like, I'm just doubting. Like, I press X to doubt that this is a real thing that someone would spend time planning to get. I just don't it, understand. It doesn't make sense. I don't understand it at all. 
Um, I definitely, like, I have burning curiosity about what she's doing. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't understand And why. the sister thing? I, I don't know. No. That, 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 like, big reveal, like, compare that to, like, when Pan revealed that he was Rumpel's father, and we were like, what the fuck? Whereas this is just like, I'm your sister, and I was like, I don't, I don't give a shit. I did like... I enjoyed Regina's energy during that conversation because yeah. she just does not give a fuck. She's like, are you going to kill me? Fine. Go ahead. Please I was going to do that. I like the, uh, <laughs> that's my dress. Oh, I had to take it in at the hips a little bit. It looks better on me, don't you think? Boom. Lies. First <laughs> off, you had to take it in at the hips because you ain't got Regina's hips. That's not a flex on her. That's definitely a, an insult to you. Mm-hmm. Do you see who you're talking to here? That line doesn't work here well. Also, was her was that her fat shaming her? By the way, maybe. I yeah. I don't. I don't know how women throw bodies at each other like that. But if you say you have to take it at the hips, aren't you kind of calling them fat? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like Regina's hips. I do too, but I'm just saying. I don't know why a woman would say it like that without it trying to be a shot. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Regina and Robin. Yes, please. Yes. Okay. The good part. Yeah. Um. It was really interesting to hear Regina say, I may have done bad things in my life, but at least I own it. You do now. Yeah, you do now. It took a long time to get here, Regina. Actually, I will say this. She never denied that she did bad things. What she would deny is that she was justified. So she usually would admit that she's killed people, she's tortured people. She would always be like, yeah, but it's because Snow did this or because you did. Like, there was always a justification. But she never actually admitted, she never said, like, I didn't do this. She's like, yeah, she, like, mocks, like, yeah, I killed so many people. I can't really remember. She had my fiancé killed. <laughs> that was great! <laughs> I mean, I guess that's not her admit. Like, that also wasn't her fault, but... <laughs> because didn't she know that Snow White puts out hits on people? Those dwarves are actually assassins. <laughs> yeah. Um, they definitely have more, uh, more of an energy now, Robin and Regina. You know what I put? That's what energy looks mm-hmm. like. Of course you did. Also, I like that um, Regina's pretty dismissive of him. Like, even when he shows up kind of out of nowhere to help her, and he says, like, I have a debt to you, you saved my son, and she's like, whatever, just stay out of my way. And I was like, this is Snow and Charming Part (laughs) 2. And it has that same feel to it. Well, I also think she probably feels the energy, too, but has no intention of... And she still doesn't know that he's... The man with the line tattoo. I think she... So, and and I I pointed this out when we were watching this. I think she doesn't want to waste her time. Yeah. And he's... She's like, well, why would I be interested in a man who's got a wife and a kid? And then I even said, when she... When she... He says, oh, I lost my wife. And immediately Regina's energy changes from don't care to... Oh, really? (laughs) Your wife is dead, you say. Your wife is dead, you say. And then all of a sudden, she's now much more, like, flirty and back with him. Yeah. Although I do think she still sees him as an impediment. He's either a thief that is, like, has no good intentions for being here, or a good person that's going to try to stop her from doing the thing that she wants to do. I think he's (laughs) moved into the he-could-be-useful category. Yes. I mean, he did save them from that flying monkey, which for some reason she couldn't kill the first time. That's not the use I was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) For uh, tacos, you mean? For city council meetings. Uh Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he tries real hard to convince her, uh, like, he, he thinks that she might be planning something a little sinister. He's like, who do you plan to use that on? She says, no one you'll miss. No one anyone will miss. He makes a point that even while frozen, he could somehow still aim that shot perfectly, and I just don't buy that. 
Um, it's possible that it's the bow. The magical bow. The magic bow. Uh. Um, I'm not sure that he can let go of it yeah. while he's frozen, but... Maybe his feet are just frozen, though. Yeah, maybe. Well, she was choking him, too, I guess. Because she freezes him later. The first time, she's choking him. So Four he plan? could still move. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, she has some real emotional lines here. This yeah. curse can be broken, but only the by the true love in my life. And the only reason I would want to wake. I'd like to point out that I called this back in season two. You called what? Henry could break her for a sleeping curse. Now, I mean, I'm not sure it would have worked in season two. I think we saw in the Save Henry flashback that, according to Henry, or according to Regina, how Regina felt, Henry was always the true love in her life. Yeah, but he has to believe it too. As we discussed at the end of season one, one of them can just be dead, and it can still work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <sighs> um, and. Uh... I love the flowery language we get from Regina again. I just needed to find something to live for. The one thing I haven't had in a very long time. Someone to destroy. With the evil queen theme playing in the background. And that look on her face. That smile. I love that smile. So you know what's interesting that came from this scene was Regina finally gained something great with wanting revenge. She has a purpose. Mm. Normally, revenge is the cause of all of her problems, but in this case, it actually gave her something to be awake for or to live for. I, I would not call this revenge. I don't think that she's seeking revenge against this person. Vengeance, anger, like no, because the she didn't do anything to her. She just uh, wants she did something to take to her. the castle. Well, she took, back. took her castle and broke her spell and. She pissed Regina off. Yeah. It's it's done out of anger at the very least. Maybe vengeance is the right. But it's it's not like for a good reason. She's not living yeah. because she wants to do something helpful. She just wants to punish this person. Mm-hmm. But it's actually She's still Regina after all. Yeah, but it but it's given her a life's purpose essentially. Yeah. Oh, the traps was quite funny when um they're down underneath also, I'd like to know why a spell is prevented from going underground. Like, that's just a weird thing. What? I mean, they talked about the protection spell probably doesn't go underneath the ground. Which, why? I don't know. Regina designed it that way, I guess. Okay. And then the tunnels, right? Robin and Regina are down there in the tunnels. Mm-hmm. And they're... Is that like an Iron Maiden? I wasn't sure exactly what that was. But it seemed like if you stepped on it, it was going to kill you with spikes. in brutal fashion pretty scary yeah but then they're in the traps and that's when she realizes that he's single and they start flirting and he Mm -hmm. even says i would like um my son not to grow up without parents essentially i'm paraphrasing and and then she says well you shouldn't have come along but then she smiles and Mm -hmm. keeps walking great smiles from regina in this episode regina's great in this episode do you have any other enchanted forest bits no i'm kind of sick of the enchanted forest again I know they like couldn't show us any more actual flashbacks because we they got boring so they had to make a new reason. This is why no one can remember because they had to give us a new reason to show us flashbacks. But the the, the annoying thing is there are so many characters I would still love to get flashbacks on. I want more whale. I'd love to get a good ruby flashback. I yeah, I, I don't anyway. 
All right. Storybrook. Storybrook. I feel like my notes are all over the place here. Can we start with Charming and Hook? Because they don't really have. A I'm lot. sorry. I, I have a top costume that I got. The pants that Charming is wearing are so fucking tight. Like I just can't. Storybrook or in Storybrook. <laughs> like he's standing in front of the fireplace in Granny's. And they are so tight. I'm like, if you bend over, those pants are going to split. There's no way. I thought he was just wearing jeans. They're they're like khakis and they're very, very tight. That's weird. They're men, very tight. Men do not wear tight khakis like that. Some do. Rock stars. <laughs> I wrote, Charming is rocking those pants. Uh, With capital Are they form-fitting pants? Yes. Definitely. Maybe he's trying to match Hook's energy. Maybe. And Hook says that hilarious thing. He says a few hilarious things. Well, Mary Margaret's pregnant, obviously. I oh. don't remember. And he said, almost harvest time and you don't remember the planting. Bad luck, mate. That's good hook. <laughs> That's the hook I like. That's just, it's not even being a lech. It's just kind of like a funny little quip. And Mary Margaret rolls her eyes in disgust. <sighs> yeah. But I mean, that would suck. And we learn that the message that Hook received was not from Snow. That Which, was who he assumed it was from. Well, yeah, it was a bird. And Charming says, message via bird, it sounds like you. Actually, that's not true. It's not that the message isn't from Snow. It's that she doesn't remember, she doesn't remember sending that's it. That's fair. Um, and people are disappearing. That's new information that we didn't have before. Yeah. Yep. People are getting... Yeah. And Emma tries to blame Regina. But Snow defends her again, um, and that passes pretty quickly for Emma. But that doesn't even, like, what? I get that she had to check people off, but as Regina expertly says later, I wouldn't do this if I didn't right. have my son. Yep. Like, Emma, are you dumb? Like, I, I Although, to, to be fair, uh, the cost of the Dark Curse is very high. Yeah. And... Regina couldn't pay it, and they should have known that. Um, that right there tells you, because Henry... But I don't know who else has the power to cast it, or who would. Yeah. I mean, for all we know, this isn't the Dark Curse. It could be a different curse. No, I think it... I mean, it had the same effect. No, it didn't. Their memories are still here. They just lost a memory. Like, it's a different type of memory loss. Yeah, but they went to the same place. That's true. And that the Dark Curse was the only way to get to the land without magic. The only way. Ignore Neil for a second. <laughs> yeah, sure. And all the magic beans that we've seen. Yeah. And the ship. Because they flew the Jolly Roger out of Neverland to go home. With the shadow. The shadow. The shadow is another way okay. to travel. There's a lot of different ways that you can get here. Too bad they destroyed the shadow. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. I know it seems... It was, it was trying to kill people, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, but you capture it again, and then you make it the Pegasus sail again. I mean, you are eternally trapping it as a weapon, which, you know. Yeah, It's, it's a shadow, whatever. That's true. Go get some more shadows. There's some more back. Although, to be fair, when they did kill the shadow, Pan wasn't dead yet, and Pan yeah. using the shadow is real bad. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so, Emma introduces Henry to Charming and Snow. <laughs> and Snow says the funniest thing ever. We were sell well, first they do the thing, what do you guys know each other? And one says Phoenix and one says here. here. And then of course Henry's like, uh and then and then Snow White. Little precocious Snow White says, Oh, we were cellmates. <laughs> what were you in for? Banditry. <laughs> Henry is really smart. Like, I know he doesn't have any of his memories of 
like yeah. magic or storybook, mm-hmm. but like he's gonna figure this out. Also, <laughs> you tell me if you looked at Mary Margaret, what about her looks like she's done time? No, but I mean Snow White, banditry. <laughs> Oh, and then Regina walks in and she just looks so sad and how awkward. She just like can't stop staring at him. And, and Henry is like kind of visibly freaked out by the way. Well, she's she also drops him. and like freezes yeah. um, and he looks right through her, which boy, that had to be That painful. made me cry. He it looked re- right through me. It reminded um, me of when Belle lost her memories. Yeah. And Gold was just like, you have yeah. no idea who I am. It was that same kind of like, geez, which that is almost a fate worse than death. Yep. And then that's where they have the little conversation, and and Regina has a really good line. I cast curses to hurt other people, not myself. Yes, which is you know very obvious that she would not do this here. And they they kind of try to keep the audience from their plan. Like they clearly set up this this town hall. I thought that was pretty well done. It had it was. me fooled. I was yeah. like, why were we back to this dumb <laughs> shit again? Um, and, and then they have that nice conversation in Regina's office. Like, she was pretty oh, yeah. touched that Emma believed her and, yeah. like, knew that she didn't do it. Um, Wait, I, before we go mm-hmm. into that, Regina hits a great line. That's an insult, but, but doesn't come off as one unless you're paying attention. For once, I am just as clueless as the rest of you. <laughs> yes, that was a very good one. I liked that. Yeah. Um... I also... Emma, like, talks about her superpower and how she can always tell when Regina... Is lying, just like everyone else can always tell when <laughs> Regina is lying. Um, <laughs> is Regina the worst liar in town? Maybe. Um, and then she says that she can't live without Henry, and Emma says, there you go, telling the truth again. And then she, like, gives her this kind of smile. I really like this, like, two moms situation they got going on. I really like Regina in this episode. Yeah, it's a good Regina episode for sure. And, and, and then they like concoct this plan like okay well we can't make the memory potion but we can make the villain think that we're gonna be going to make one and they'll kind of appear it's a good here. plan it's a great plan and they have to find someone to tell and regina knows just the right person i will say i thought this was sydney immediately mm. i think i even said oh sydney's gonna come back and then I saw Leroy. I was like wait that was definitely that would take longer Leroy's even faster than the newspaper Terrible news! Great! What did he say? Big news? Yeah, big news, everyone. Town crier. Yep. Yeah. And then Regina and Emma have that great conversation in the stakeout, too. I love how Regina's like, is this what you do? Yeah. And Emma's like, yeah, this is it. You just um, do this. There's an important part where, in the conversation you were referencing before, where Regina talks about Henry potentially remembering her, and Emma doesn't really respond to that point directly. She kind of just lets yep. it pass. She does just let it pass. Which is kind of like, uh, did you do that because you didn't pay attention to it or you don't really want to wake Henry up? Yeah. And she also tells Regina that, like, later in the car that she almost didn't come back because Henry was so happy. Yeah. Like, he may not remember this, but I do, and I know what he would say. A hero would come back. Yeah. And I asked, I think, I even said, is Henry actually happy? Which... He's probably content, mm-hmm. but he's going to be much happier if he wakes up. Of course. Which, I mean, who, what little boy wouldn't want to wake up and be a character in a fairy tale? Yeah. And their plan does work, but yep. the... Kinda. There shouldn't... It, there shouldn't have been anyone that should have been able to break that blood, that blood lock that Regina put out. Yep. Because um, Regina doesn't know that she has a sister. 
Okay, so this is the thing that I find the most annoying, actually. I love the mystery. I loved that in season one. Mm-hmm. Like, what happened to Catherine? Like, the whole thing of the, the mm-hmm. curse. Like, I, I loved it. And they're presenting breadcrumbs for a mystery here. And then they just tell it to you, like, at the end of the episode. We could have waited longer for that. Like, okay. who can break a bloodlock? It's like they, they're, like, almost there. Mm-hmm. And then they just go, okay, here you go. Like, mm-hmm. stop telling me everything ahead of time. The mystery is one of the fun things about season yeah. one. Even if it's only two, three episodes, that would have been fine. And let them actually discover it. And Yeah. No, I, I don't like that they set up a cool mystery. And then it's like, oh, by the way, here's all the answers you need. Yeah. Well, sticking with Regina, um, she does finally get to meet Henry. After she says, I don't think this is a good idea. I always thought it was Emma wanted to keep Henry away from her, and Regina actually wanted to keep herself away from him because it hurt too much. Yeah. Yep. Um, And they have that nice little conversation. Regina's going to give him a tour and take him out for ice cream, and he seems into that. And then she tries to hug him, and he offers her a handshake. It's really painful to watch. I don't know. So this, this is not taking a shot at someone. This is just crushing their heart accidentally. (laughs) Henry was, because like, right, if you were on a date and somebody leaned in for a hug and gave him a handshake, that's you basically saying, oh, I'm not that into you. You mean like the time that I've done that on a date? I mean, that was your story to tell, not mine, but (laughs) it's fine. That is what I was referencing. But this was not Henry being mean. Like, this wasn't a wake Henry saying, like, no, I don't love you. This is, I don't know you, crazy woman. Here's a handshake. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of uh, Owen and Kurt. You know, like, oh, yeah. why is your crazy lady so interested in us? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Except for this time, she's not crazy and doesn't try to get Emma arrested for drunk driving. It's true. Um, and Emma seemed, like, she asked Regina if she's okay after that mm-hmm. conversation. After the handshake insult. <laughs> what did she say? It's a start or something yeah. like that? Yeah, that, that, I'm surprised you didn't cry there. That had to be rough. I didn't cry, but it was hard to watch. Yeah. For just your son not to even know, like, looking right through you and not knowing who you are, that's got to be tough for her. Um, all right. Merry Men? <laughs> I put Robin and Friends. Great, love that. Emma seems uncomfortable with calling them the Merry Men as well. Agreed. Robin just says it so casually. She's like, you're, and he's like, Merry Men. And she's like, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that. It is people. a weird phrase. Little John was so good in this episode. I'm pretty sure he stole this from Gold. Yeah, he probably did. I just let everyone ask him where he got it. And he's like, the store. <laughs> and how did you procure this? And then he pauses. You stole it. Which is funny that Robin Hood, of all people, is mad at somebody being a thief. No. I'm like, I'm well, the proprietor looked rich. <laughs> Which is why I think it's and gold. And we are poor here. Yeah. yeah. We need to eat. Um, I. They also have normal clothes. Where'd they get those? In the curse, Zelina gave them normal clothing. Mm. Everyone. Okay. Um. And then he misses by, not a country mile, but pretty, with a crossbow. Is Little John just... And they make fun of him for being pretty Apparently bad. Apparently he's always bad. I yeah. don't know. Um, but then he... Wait, is he chasing it? Yeah, then he tries to chase it. And then... And then he turns into a monkey. No, then he... Oh. He gets... Then he gets carried away by a monkey. He gets Sorry. snatched. He gets snatched. Which is horrifying. It is horrifying. And they're all trying to find him. Yep. And they do. They do. Eventually. But then he, they take him to the hospital. They're going to sedate him. And then he transformed into a monkey. Whale does have a pretty good line of, well, I don't know, I'm a doctor, not a vet. Yeah, it's like the Star Trek line. Um, 
Oh, that is the Star Trek it's line. It's the Star Trek yeah. line, yeah. Bones yeah. says that constantly. Yeah. I'm I'm not a I'm a doctor. Engineer, I'm a doctor. That's amazing. <laughs> um We also uh get some comedy from Charming Hook. Uh Hook let slip that Emma was gonna get mar was gonna be engaged and Charming was like, You were gonna marry someone? Oh yeah. And Hook's like, did you miss the part where I said monster? <laughs> That's it's, not of concern. It's funny because they've kind of positioned Hook as like the jealous ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. who keeps kind of like needling her. Like, mm-hmm. you were going to, you know, like even later she says, um, wait, the Wicked Witch is real? And she's and he's like, says the daughter of Prince Charming and uh-huh. Snow White. Like, he's kind of just constantly making fun of the fact that she's finding this outlandish. And we learn that Zelina is in Storybrooke. She is not green. Nope. Um, and you asked a good question about, like, it doesn't anyone seem suspicious about who this lady is. But there's a lot of people yeah. that didn't come in the first curse and came in the second curse or didn't come in the second curse, came in the first mm-hmm. curse. Uh, and they're all so casual about it. Like, when Snow White meets her, she's like, oh, I don't recognize you. You, you must have missed the last curse. Well, and she even talks about not all of us were famous yeah. like you, and I was just a supporting player, which uh-huh. we had talked about in the previous episode about how you have to pull some people to do the menial jobs to make the curse look real. So she's basically playing into that. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, I'm just a background character. She says she was a midwife. Yeah. Um, and they're com- perfectly innocent conversation and sweet smiles and that fucking sinister music playing in the background. Terrifying. Tell me that she just doesn't feel like a Snow White villain right now. <laughs> I mean, it just, true. it feels like she snows villain. True. Yeah. Um, it did make me a little concerned about what the fuck she wants with Snow White and or baby. What would she want with the baby of true love? I don't know. Probably all the things Rumpel wanted. That's true. It's probably some sort That's of powerful true. magic there. Also, would that baby also be the savior? Maybe. Yeah, I'm not really clear how savior rules worked. Yeah, I'm not either. That's a good question. Um, anything else before we talk about Rumpel? No, I'm ready to go to Rumple. So Rumple's not dead. As we told you, he's not dead. <laughs> of course he's not dead. Um, he seems quite mad. Well, we saw him in a cage way back in the beginning of season one, where he seemed a little aggressive. Remember when we like, first run into him when he yeah. was in the cage? I, and I said this to you, I don't understand why everyone's first instinct is, hey, let's try to force the Dark One to do things against his will. August tries this. Robin tries to steal from him. Can you just not do this and make a mortal enemy of maybe the most powerful man ever? She does seem very powerful. Sure. Um, And it seems like she needs something specific from him. But it was... She was a student of his, which we learned. Yep. So... And it doesn't seem like she surpassed him necessarily. But she tells him they have work to do. Yeah. So it's unclear. It's unclear. But I still have all of these questions about what she's doing. And apparently she needed Rumpelstiltskin so bad that she was able to revive him from the dead somehow. And he must not have his magic. Yep. Or he's... I mean, so, there's something wrong with him. You feed the madness and it feeds on you. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's been dead. Right. So. <laughs> hey! He, he kind of looks like an animal. I almost, I almost feel like Rumpel's a winner for not being dead, <laughs> but he's caged like an animal. That's true. Yeah. Um, it was also really interesting to see him act 
acting like the dark one as Rumpelstiltz or as, as gold. gold. We've like never seen that before. Yeah, he looks. He definitely looks unwell. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. He. He. He definitely looks more like the dark one. If the dark one had gone completely crazy. Yeah. 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 Maybe he's closer to the imp. That I guess from sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, other than that, I'm good. Right. What was your favorite moment? I have two. I have one, and it's more of a concept. Okay. Regina and Robin energy. I like that. That's a good moment. I feel like that the whole just talking about the kids, talking about them flirting, Robin trying to convince Regina not to do it. Like, I just, they play off each other very, very well. Nice. Um, surprisingly, neither of my favorite moments are about Regina, even though she was, like, my favorite part of this Shocking. episode. Um... But my first one is when they were talking in the Enchanted Forest, when they were talking, when they figured out that it was the Wicked Witch of the West and uh, Charming basically goes into like, well, what'd you do to her? Oh. And then Regina's like, nothing. I've never met her. And he's like, this isn't a personal vendetta. Shocking. <laughs> it's funny because he's an ass to her sometimes, but he's not wrong. That's, I mean, that is not an unreasonable thing to say to Regina. No. Nor was, um, do you remember turning a butcher into a pig? Let's go see who else you terrorize next. <gasps> oh, gosh. Such a great line. Um, but my actual favorite moment is that Rumple is back. I'm excited for some Rumpelstiltskin. And something that I have always wanted is a truly mad villain. And maybe we're going to get that now. We don't do most disappointing moment, but if we did, it would actually be that Rumpel's back. What? Oh, but, you? Oh, okay. I agree. I agree that it it, it dirties his uh, beautiful story arc. But anytime I get to watch more Rumpelstiltskin, I think his story arc was so good that I wanted a Bell and um, Bay adventure, and then towards the end of the season, you bring Rumpel mm-hmm. back. Like, even if it's, and you can have a whole discussion about it, there should be a debate about, does Rumpel even want to come back? Should we honor his last wish? Do we want to get rid of his sacrifice? And then they make the decision to bring him back, and then the Dark One comes back in his glory. Yeah, that's this fair. just felt dirty. Like I, I was just, just really excited to see him. I, look, I love Rumpel. I want to see more <laughs> Rumpel too, but it's been one episode. I know. The, the, the I complaints know. I've had about this season is that you don't build anything. You just, well, Rumpel's back. You just tell us stuff. You just give us everything right yeah. now. What am I looking forward to? I got three ridiculous moments. I have two. Uh, okay. Banditry. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Yep, yep, yep. Go. Uh, little John turning into a monkey in the hospital and then hitting people with his tail. Like, both the concept is ridiculous and it also just looked ridiculous. Like, he was, like, shaking and then the tail comes out and it's, like, flinging around and people are just flying everywhere. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, the missing year, I just don't like it. I think it's nonsensical. It's not interesting to me. It's not a compelling flashback. These characters have great lore. Dig into that. I don't I don't need this missing year crap. Especially if that's all the flashback is going to be is the missing year. I, yeah, I think that I think it might be it. Yeah. That's all we get. Boo. Um my real big one is not asking for Belle's help. <sighs> yeah. You have her pop in the episode for five seconds. And, like, you could ask her for some help with some research. She's really good at it. Like, she's really good at it. She's the, she's the <laughs> oracle of this town. Um, that is ridiculous. But honestly, is it more ridiculous than Zelina actually wanting Regina's life? <laughs> That's a really good one. I just... I, of the things that I would want in life, that can't be there. Yeah. I just blew my mind that that was something she wanted. 
I had a really hard time with losers and winners of this episode. There's a clear loser. I I have a very Roger-like loser. I wonder if we have the same one. Mine is Little Josh. Same! <laughs> he turned into a flying monkey! He turned into a flying monkey! <laughs> and he missed that turkey, and he said he was hungry. Yeah, well, yeah, this is the baddest show for Little John. <laughs> it's not good. Nope. Not good. Lost Little John. I really struggled with winners. I did two. I got two. I have one. I have one and a half, I should say. Um, I'm not like firm on this, but I really couldn't. There's so much exposition that it was like really hard to choose someone that like actually completed something. But I chose Zelina. I think that she's my half. <laughs> she, uh, she, people, people know that she's the villain now, but don't know who she is. She has ingratiated herself with Snow White. Yeah. Uh, she has somehow Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, and she seems to be exactly where she wants to be. I don't know what the fuck she's doing, but she seems she seems to be doing it. She's part Rumple, exactly where she wants to be, and part Cora. Does not have a fucking plan that makes any sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, I'm willing to accept that maybe we just don't know what the plan is. I don't know. She kind of Motivations don't make any sense, but I we don't know what the plan is, so it's hard to say. We know what she wants. Yeah. That's the part. Like, why do you want what Regina has? That. It doesn't make sense. And, and like, the confrontation, she did nothing. They just talked. Yeah. I guess she took the needle from her, but, I mean, like, meh. I, I put her as a half because I was struggling, but I'm like, you didn't do like i feel like she didn't advance the plot no, in any way she tr- totally i agree we don't have enough information about what she's doing to know if she in fact won but it seems 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 to be going her way currently yeah this is gonna feel strange that this winner choice and it's a very you choice but i actually put regina as a winner okay um she takes a lot of painful shots but i think it's the way that she responds to them is why i gave her the win on this one like normally henry looking through her would have caused her to lash out and blame Literally everyone uh-huh. else. But she doesn't blame Snow and Charming. She doesn't blame Emma. She's like, that sucks. It's a starting path and I'll get over it. Which is like, mm-hmm. wow, look at you coming a long way in two seasons. Um, but I, ask, I think the Regina of the past is the one that really does a good job. A year past, I should say. The saving Roland was cool. She's got a very clear interest in Robin, whether she wants to admit it or not. Like, their flirting is pretty adorable. And I also think just stepping outside, Lana Perilla is great in this episode. Like, yeah, she's, she's really the good. star of this show. She could take the victory. I have no problem with this. I almost chose her um, because in both the flashback and the present day, she figures out who the villain is. Oh, and most importantly, she has a purpose again. Yes, she does have a purpose again. I also almost chose Emma, but it's not like quite Emma by herself. It's kind of everyone because they like figure out who the villain yeah. is together and with Regina. But like they set up that whole plan and it it does work. Like it, sh- it should have worked. There was no... There is... To their knowledge, there is not a person alive that should be able to break a bloodlock, but Regina said. The the interesting part of that, and Regina makes this point, which is unfortunately proving her mother right, is that she says, I kind of knew that would work because it's very easy to get this town to believe I'm going to do uh-huh. it. Which is what Cor had been saying. No matter what yeah. you do, even if you sacrifice everything, mm-hmm. they will always see you as the person who's most likely to be the monster. Although, importantly, the people that know her best don't think that anymore. True, which is, that's where the growth yeah. has come from, mm-hmm. but the, the rabble still always sees yeah. her as the evil queen and nothing more. Well, and she she needs, as you have said, mm-hmm. she needs to work for that. No, I agree. Yeah. But, but she acknowledged, like, you know, she even says, I don't know that it's always been true, I've done a lot of bad shit, and I own it. 
because yeah. I've done bad stuff. So good job, Regina, with character growth. Totally. Um, so our next episode is The Tower, um, where we get, we actually, yeah, we get a flashback. We get to meet Rapunzel for the first time. Oh, um, I thought we would meet her till much, much later in this. That's, yep, that also happens. Two? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Um, this is the let down your hero girl, right? Yep. Who is her prince? Uh. Please say his name is charming as well. I don't. The prince doesn't have a name. I don't he? know if he has a name. <laughs> it's been so long since I've read that. I mean, in the amazing Disney movie Tangled, his name is Flynn Rider, but that is definitely not his name. In. <laughs> you know, it would have been real funny if James weren't dead and he's actually sleeping with all these different women. Oh my god. So he is the essential prince in every one of these stories. And it could have been a really funny thread of all of these women eventually show up to Storybrooke and they are mad as shit at David. And Snow's like, what the hell did you do? Yeah. I just tried to Google the prince in Rapunzel and I, I couldn't get I couldn't get it. <laughs> prince James. That's 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 prince the James. unnamed. Yeah, he's just... Because, he, you know, he was sleeping with Jack and the Beanstalk. He, sure. Yeah, he could be the Lothario. Um, burning questions. What does Zelina want? What does she need Rumple for? And a question that isn't really new, but is continuing to add more fuel to the fire. Where is Neil? And, oh my God, did they turn him into a flying monkey off screen and that's all we're going to get? It wouldn't be the first time they've screwed Neil over from a character uh, screen time. Yeah. Uh, burning questions are, Rumple is back, so that means problems. How is this going to blow up in Zelina's face? Because trying to screw over the Dark One literally never works. It just doesn't. And other burning question that I actually want to know from the flashback. How? How? How is Rumple back? How is Rumple back? <laughs> Why is Rumple back? What is Rumple back meaning? <laughs> what is is? What is is? Um, I would like to know what, what prompted Zelina to think that this is even possible, that you can take everything from Regina, because not only should you not want it, how would you do that? Are you, is she coming after Henry? Does she even know about Henry? She can reach into the real world, because she sent the flying monkey there, which is also unusual. Yeah. No one's else is Pan, I guess, but he did it via his walkie-talkie that can go through realms. <laughs> Excellent question. Don't know. So, yeah, I guess my questions are like, and then from a stepping outside of the show question, is this going to be one of those weird things where you kill the villain halfway through and then we get better villains afterwards? Like kind of what we got with Tamar and Greg? <laughs> I don't know. Because right now, I'm going to be honest, I'm not feeling this villain too much. Yeah. So either make her better or maybe you have to core her and cut her off at the knees and then bring me someone more interesting. I don't know. I to for me it's New York Serenade, New York City Serenade has been okay. This was subpar in my opinion. I hope the next one's better. Yeah. Are there any you have the list. Are there any that stand out to you coming up that are like before Snow Drifts, which is one that we know is just a retelling. It's like Back to the Future 2. Um, I remember Kansas being pretty good. I'm assuming that's Dorothy. Um, and I 
cannot point this to a particular episode, but we are going to get some brilliant acting from Robert Carlyle as Rumpelstiltskin. That doesn't shock in me. In this half season. Mm. But that's, yeah, I don't know. And none of, the, none of them in particular stand out to me. I can think of moments that I think are really good, yeah. um, but I don't know. I have the odd feeling, unless Snowdrifts or the season finale is excellent, this is definitely not going to have a single top five episode. I think Kansas might be a top five episode for me. And Snowdrifts and There's No Place Like Home are my favorite episode of the entire series. Well, yeah, but Snowdrifts is just a redo. It's not. You're just... It is a redo of literally Snowfalls. I understand, but but it has a lot more to it than that. Yeah, like Back to the Future 2 is Back to the Future (laughs) 1. It's the same plot. Have you not seen Terminator? I have seen Terminator many times. No, that's the joke from Avengers. Oh. (laughs) All right. um, Well, actually, next time we are going to do a deep dive on Rumpelstiltskin. Um, so you have that to look forward to. An appropriate time to do a deep dive is he just came back to life. He did. He just came back to life. Um, and like last time, we'll have a conversation that only involves what we have seen so far. And then uh, we will let you know when we are moving into spoiler territory. And we will have another conversation. Or yep. further conversation. We'll give you a, a break in case you want to wait and not be spoiled. We will, obviously, because this time we are about, what, a full season ahead of where we were last time, we'll be able to talk about a few more things that have happened that we didn't get to do with Regina. And then, yeah, we'll talk about, we'll, with him, we will cover Seven, because he's actually an important part of that in a different way than Regina was. Yeah, I was. think that's true. Um, and yeah, his story will be, uh, it'll be fun to talk about, because this was a good break for him. So, I'm looking forward to that. And then we will return to our regularly scheduled programming with Season 3, Episode 14, The Tower. Well, we'll see you next time when we get to talk about our malevolent imp. <laughs>